0: Sophie and your Bible.
1: Today is August the 31st. It is a Wednesday. It is the last day of August in the year 2022. This is Daybreak Live with the Nesbitts. Good morning, good morning, good morning. And so we're gonna sing a song while you guys are finding us and getting on here called Proclaim. It is Psalm 148, part of Psalm 148, part of Psalm 149, and then the two greatest commandments in the chorus put together. Do you usually play bandlin' on that? You don't? No. That's a piano song.
0: No, and Michael really usually really has really. drums. Oh, my God.
1: So that's not a song we play in this kind of a setting, but.
0: Oh, we or this Unless you forget
1: oh. the intro. Hey, hey,
0: hey, hey. Hey, I was, <laughs> I was with her. Look, that's I missed the, why, why, I missed the, why the why or words. The words. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you forgot the <laughs> words. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah you well, did. I, listen, got, I got I turned around. I, 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 so, Never a dull moment. No. Never a dull
1: moment. So I was waiting for the little... Di, 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 di. Good morning. It's good to be with you guys. Yes, that's a new Nesbitt song. But we do it a little better in full band mode than we do in acoustic mode. So here's what we... If any of you guys have connections in Nashville here's what i mean hear me out though what i mean is if you know a store owner or you gotta we'd like to go down in the middle of nashville somewhere where it would be legal for us to just play like with cajon and like this and mandolin and we'd like to just play on a street corner you know and uh, play our messianic mountain soul music and uh but me and lisa was down there when we left uh, vanderbilt last night and she was like I, I want to come down here and play and i said okay set it up but we need some connections because you know i don't know where you can get and where you can't get i don't know where, where you can be and where you can't be and then because that would be fun you know just play as people's going and shopping and doing their thing on the weekend you know we can stand on the street corner and just be playing it'd be fun we'd like to do that but we need some connections Okay, Chapter Five, Revelation, Chapter Five. Praise the Lord, uh, Brother Bill is doing good. Went and seen him last night. Prayed with him. I felt like I need to go lay hands on him and pray with him, and uh, and his wonderful daughter-in-law, Angel, has been taking care of him. And uh, keep praying for him. You know, he uh, he needs he needs prayers. And I know we all need prayers, right? But he's battling, battling, battling. He's coming out of this. He's doing better. We were able to talk. So that was really, really good. So, praise the Lord. We're in Revelation chapter 5. And and I forgot to say this too. This weekend, Defeated Crete. At the campground shelter, we will be down there. The, the time slot is six to nine. We'll have food, hamburgers, hot dogs, like six o'clock for people to eat. Free hamburgers, free hot dogs. Come on down and eat. And then we'll crank up music around seven o'clock and uh, jam and look at hoping to have some testimonies. You'll we'll hear some good testimonies. And uh, we'll just see what God will do. So, 11 through 14, we're going to finish this chapter 5 today lord willing starting with verse 11 i had and i beheld and heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beast and the elders and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands saying with a loud voice worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing Every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them heard I say blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the lamb forever and ever. And the four beasts said amen and the four and twenty elders fell down and worshiped him that liveth forever and ever. Now remember, we already uh, shared this, but this is a song. We found that in verse nine, and they sang a new song. So we're reading the lyrics, if you will, to a song. And they're worshiping and they're praising the Lord. What's the main thrust of this chapter is for us to realize that the one that's on the throne and the lamb that he sees in the midst of the throne the lamb is receiving the same worship as the one on the throne. In other words, and it's realized in this vision that the lamb, the son of David, the lion of Judah, the root of David, is deity. He is God. This is very, very powerful. Remember chapter 4, he sees one seated on the throne, and he describes the throne, and he's like, oh how awesome this throne is and how the beast fall down and worship the one on the throne. The the elders fall down and worship the one on the throne, right? Well, now in chapter 5, the one on the throne has a book. We've talked about this several times. I won't go all over it again. But who can take the book? One comes up and takes the book. He's the lamb. He's prevailed. And what happens to the lamb? the lion, the lamb. What happens? They fall down and worship him. He gets the same worship as the one on the throne because those two are one. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. These three are one. The seven spirits before the throne as well. But he receives the same worship. That is to say, the main understanding is the lamb, which the churches had heard about, the lamb... Is deity the churches are believing in the Lamb of God they're believing in a man named Yeshua a man named Jesus that these churches have formed and they're writing uh, he's writing this letter to them and he's saying let me tell you the Lamb who purchased us with his blood and as I've already shared with you this is to give them strength in the midst of their storm it is to give them strength in their persecution Should we bow down to the Emperor? No, we're gonna stay faithful to Jesus. Who is Jesus? Who is Yeshua? Well, let me tell you what I saw And he sees the throne. And this is to, to rise up within them the courage to stay faithful in the midst of trouble. And it's supposed to do the same thing for us. Stay faithful, why? Our God is the Almighty God. He is the King of the universe our Lord, our Savior, our Jesus, our Yeshua, our Yesu, you and uh, Brother Nadim in Pakistan, Jesus in Honduras, he is the Lamb, and the Lamb is God. That's the point. There's another vision of this. It's The vision is seen different, but I would like for you to see this as we are here. Because in verse 11 it says, 10,000 times 10,000. Now according to Dr. Craig Keener in the Greek language of the day 10,000 was the highest uh, they didn't have a number for anything bigger than 10,000 so the way that you would say an innumerable amount would be 10,000 times 10,000. It meant you could not number them. Okay, They were without number. Because they didn't have, in the Greek language of this time, a a word that was bigger than 10,000. Let's go back to Daniel chapter 7. Daniel chapter 7, I'd like for you now, because we've had this throne vision, uh, I would like for you to see this in Daniel 7. And and I'll probably, I'm going to start with verse 9, just because I want to you to see the 10,000, you know, thousands and anyway in verse 10 so verse 9 I beheld now this was visions of God that Daniel was having way before now remember this Daniel 9 I'm going to uh, no Daniel 7 Daniel 7 verse 9 okay so this is remember Jesus said in the Olivet Discourse he said if you want to understand what's going to happen in the end understand Daniel when you shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet. So, Jesus says, the abomination of desolation that Daniel talks about from 9 over and over and over. It's in, I think it starts in chapter 8, actually. And it's in chapter 9. It's in chapter 11. It, it, it just goes throughout. Jesus says, Daniel spoke about the end times. And he gives you a lot of clues of what's happening. Now, the visions seem a little different, but I think you'll see the similarities. Let's start with verse 9 now. I beheld till thrones were cast down, and the Ancient of Days did sit, whose garment was white as snow, the hair of his head was like pure wool. His throne was like a fiery flame. Remember the visions of the throne? And his wills as a burning flame remember that in the Old Testament visions of the throne, they seen the throne like a chariot. It was like a a throne chariot, right? That was being moved by the living beast, the creatures. Verse 10. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Ten thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousand times... Whoop... (laughs) And 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. The judgment was set. The books were opened. Let's skip down to verse 13. Just because I I don't want to dwell too long here. Verse 13. I saw in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man. Now, this, this is the title. This is the title. This isn't just son of man like a regular son of man. This is talking about, this is talking about the son of man that's going to rule and reign over all nations. This is why, this is what Jesus was referring to when he was called himself the son of man. It was the title that Jesus used the most, son of man, and what he was. This is why they would get mad. You say why they get mad when he called himself the son of man and want to kill him, because they understood what he was saying when he said, called himself the son of man. You know, henceforth you shall see the Son of Man coming in clouds. And they ripped. And they, I mean, they wanted to kill him. Why? Because this is what he's alluding to. Here we go. In the night visions, behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the Ancient of Days, the one on the throne, and they brought him near before him. And there was given him dominion. What does that mean? And glory and kingdom and a kingdom. That, now here's the key that all people, nations, languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away. His kingdom, that which shall not be destroyed. And then, of course, he's grieved in his spirit. Let's jump now to verse 18. The saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever and ever. Even forever and ever. (laughs) Skip again to verse 27. And the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the Whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High, whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. Wow! Isn't that that beautiful? Now, there's a lot more to that prophecy. But what I wanted you to see, we're in Revelation chapter 5, and he takes the book... And everybody bows down, and they're like, you're worthy. You are worthy. Why? You've redeemed us from every tribe, every tongue, every nation. He is the king of the world. I've said this several times. And so when we get to verse 11, it says 10,000 times 10,000. It takes you right back to Daniel's vision. It's like John is, is seeing a clearer picture of what others have seen before in a message, in a letter that's written to the churches. What were all of the host of heaven saying? Worthy is the Lamb. Now, we sing a song, Megan sings a song, Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. We call it Revelation song. How come we haven't done it in the mornings? Because it's hard to sing that song in the mornings. It's not... You know, we mess up on regular songs in the mornings, but it's really hard to sing some songs in the morning. And that's the only reason we haven't sang that song. Worthy is the lamb that was slain. That's where that song comes from. What's the lamb that was slain gonna receive? He is the son of man. He is the son of David. And now he is worthy to receive power, riches. It means everything belongs to him. The book of Revelation is a is a it's a violent takeover. It's a takeover. It's when heaven is going to invade earth. Now, for this to happen, for it to be just and for everybody to have what they want and make their final choices, it's also going to describe the rise of a beast. He's talked about also in Daniel 7. The little horn is a, a a beast, a creature that Uh, causes people to bow down and worship him. And then there's a final choice made. You're going to worship the beast or are you going to worship the lamb? And the lamb that was slain is found worthy. He's before the throne to receive all power, all the riches, all wisdom, strength, honor, glory, blessing. And notice this, all the creatures bow down in worship. It's like that. Have you ever seen that painting? You see this picture of Jesus and all the animals have come and just bowed down before him. I love that. It's like the deers, you know, the antelope, the bears, they're all bowing down before the king. This is a picture of what you see. And, And in this vision that John is having, he's hearing all the fish and the whales and the dolphins, all of them in every language. Every creature in heaven and earth and under the earth and in the sea, everywhere he heard all of creation saying, worthy is the Lamb. They're all singing praises. Wow. This is beautiful, man. To him that sat upon the throne and to and unto the Lamb forever and ever. The strength that he has. Just think about it. When Jesus was walking here, he showed he, he he showed to all of us his ability through all of the miracles he did. Just think, I jotted just some down right before we went live. You know, his first miracle, he turns water into wine. He shows his power over elements to change them. Who can take the scroll? Who can do this? Who can cleanse the earth? Who can fix everything? Jesus can. See, he can turn water into wine. Amen? He can heal all the sick. The fish listen to him in Luke 5, right? Cast a net. And he tells the fish, jump in the net. Peter, is full. The fish listen to him. There's another time the fish listen to him. You remember it's time to pay the temple tax. He says, Peter, go throw cast a hook. And pull in the fish and then look in the fish's mouth and you'll find a coin. Take that and pay the temple tax for us. (laughs) That's amazing. He knows what's in the fish's mouths. Somebody should shout hallelujah right there now. I'm telling you, this is awesome. You know, leprosy can't be healed. No, you can't. Leprosy. It's... A done deal. You got to go live in a colony. You, you got to be separated from everybody. No, Jesus can heal leprosy. What about death? Oh, he raised the widow's son in Nain, right? Well, well maybe he was just sleeping. Maybe, maybe you know, he was just dead for a few minutes and, and, and they just thought he was dead. Maybe he wasn't really dead. No, Lazarus' tomb fixed that. He was in there for four days. He began to decompose. He stinks by now. Lazarus, come forth. It all comes together. and He comes out of the tomb. He has the power to resurrect the dead. He has the power to heal leprosy. He has the power to cure disease. He has the power to tell the fish to do whatever he needs the fish to do. 5,000 men. Not counting women and children. He multiplies food and feeds them all. 4,000 men another time. Not counting the women and children. How many is going to be there counting women and children? We don't know, but we know it's a lot. Who can just make food appear? Jesus can. You see, he's a worthy king. He shows his power. What about the storm? What about the sea? What about the weather? You see the Lord on the boat speaking to the storm. Peace, be still. What's it do? And I mean, this just freaked the disciples out. They were like, oh my gosh, what kind of dude is this? He speaks to the storm? It obeys him? And then when he gets to the other side, there's demoniac. All these demons. He tells all the demons, you go get in the hogs then all the hogs run down and drown. What, why am I saying all this? I'm saying all this to say that Jesus proves, proves his authority over all of creation. Even just riding, he shows this even just riding into Jerusalem. Go get a, go get a donkey that nobody's ever sat on before. What? You try that. Don't jump on the donkey's back and nobody's ever been on before. See what happens. He's the king. He, he rules the animals, the fish, the animals of. And so everything bows down and worships the king. He is worthy to receive all power, all riches, all wisdom. And brothers and sisters, we need to see it as we end chapter 5. Let's see that in our own heart. We, He is worthy for us to yield everything to him and say, you have all power in my life. All of my riches belong to you, Jesus. I don't have any wisdom unless you give it to me. Everything, let's give it to our king. Let's bow before our king. Let's thrust it upon our king and be his servants. And let's bow down and worship our king, for he is worthy. And he's not just worthy because he has power. He's worthy because he proved his love for you. He's not a king who just comes to take over. He's a king who comes and takes your place first and shows and proves his love to what we deserve. He steps under God and says, God, pour out the wrath on me that they deserve. That's why he's worthy. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's
0: have a special prayer for... um, I'm not sure I'm going to pronounce her name right, um, Kelia Baker.
1: Kelia uh, Baker?
0: Kay says that she's fighting stage 3 cervical cancer in the hospital with complications. She has two preteen children. Kelia. And she says please pray she finds Jesus most of all.
1: Kelia, Lord we're gonna we lift her now. Her name to your throne. God, send your servants, send someone to just lovingly talk to Kelia about your sacrifice for her. Lord,
0: make yourself known to
1: her. Make yourself known to her, Lord. Open her heart. Open her mind. Bring salvation to her, Lord. Help her, Lord, to see you, Lord Jesus.
0: Heal her soul, Lord, and her
1: body. Yes. Yes, Lord. God, we... Continue to pray for all those who top in. And I know several will watch throughout the day, whatever time they're watching today. God, I ask you to speak to hearts, speak to minds, and bring healing to all of us, Lord. We need you. We need you so bad in this day that we live, God. Keep walking and talking to us in Jesus' name.
0: Lord bless you. Damon as he yes. back for his cancer screening. We yes. say that it's a good report. Yes. Lord, Lord touch and we Damon, continue Lord. Continue to pray for Brother Bill Cole
1: as he is speedily on his way to recovery.
0: Yes,
1: Lord. Lord. Amen. In your name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. amen. All right, let's say the prayer that the Lord taught us to pray. Our, our Father, who art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be, be your, your name. name. Your, your kingdom come, your, your will, will be, be done, done on earth, earth as it is, is in heaven. heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
0: And Father God, I also want to lift up Diane's husband yes. and sister,
1: Lord. We yes. keep
0: them ever on our hearts and my uns as they fight these battles before them, Lord. And yes, I pray Lord. we fight the battle
1: for them. Yes, Lord, in Lord, Jesus' name. Guys, thank you for being here. Really thank you to the guys that held out and prayed all the way to the end with us. It's so important for us to pray together. And I thank God for this little fellowship, even though it's online that we get to have together different parts different states different parts of the world even
0: tell you what y'all are some
1: faithful people y'all sure are and i thank thank god for you tomorrow i think i want to talk about why you've heard all your life that there's the final seven years uh i want to share with you where that comes from and uh so if you know anybody that might be interested in that you might want to let them know we'll try to talk about it, that in the morning love you guys we'll see you in the morning lord willing